How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. One Bills Live, presented by Kaleida Health. And welcome to a Buffalo game day Monday edition of One Bills Live. Chris Brown, Steve Tasker with you. Steve Tasker in our One Bills Drive studios in Orchard Park. I am in Cincinnati. Uh, I would say about a half mile walk from the stadium. And Steve, the unseasonable weather continues here in Cincinnati, it is 55 degrees right now. It's supposed to go up to 60 here in Cincinnati today. And the low tonight, I think, is 52, I saw. And even better news for you, Steve, it looks like the rain may hold off until after the game is over tonight. I am excited, except I, I can't believe our crew in the, in the back. you got to turn the Monday Night Football theme on, guys. This is awesome. This, you know, it, what a what a welcome relief we can get a mid fifties game with no rain or fifty mile an hour winds in January. In, uh, yeah, and uh, of course it's not here in <laughs> Buffalo, but still, um, awesome news because I, I, to me, yeah, it's a big factor in 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 some of the struggles. The not they haven't even been struggling. I'm not going to say that. Uh, uh, there you go. Thank you. I want that as a soundtrack all the entire show through everything we say. Um, <laughs> The, I think the Bills, I think the weather has held them back this year. I thought it did last year, too. They have been snake-bitten by weather events. We, we've talked about it a lot, and I've heard fans talking about it. On home games over the last two years, you get up to a Saturday, and it's gonna be, it's a spectacular day, and then the next day, Sunday on game day, it stinks. It's been that way for two years. And now, finally, you go on a Monday night game on the road, and you're going to get, in January, a game where you can, like, stretch out, throw it, catch it, and not have to worry about the wind or the rain or the snow or the temperature even. Wow. What a gift. What a gift. Yeah. And I think when, you know, you've got two quarterbacks who are second and third in the league in total offensive yards this season, you want the weather to not be a factor so these two guys can play and the players and the talent on both these rosters can really reveal itself without 
weather being a factor to kind of tamp that all down. Yeah. You have an entertaining game tonight. Absolutely. You, you know, it's going to be and, – and I'll say this, too. I remember being part of the teams in here in Buffalo, and you've seen it over the years, uh, although not in the playoffs, where these late-in-season late in games – then you get one like, for instance, you leave town, you leave Buffalo, you go down to Miami, or you go to Jacksonville, or you go to Houston, or wherever one of these other cities, and you get off the plane and you realize you're going to get able to play the game in in like what you wore in training camp, you know, t-shirt under your pads, that's it, right? Uh, uh-huh. n- no long johns, no scuba gear, no thick gloves, no hand that's warmers. Right. We, we were talking. We were talking. About scuba gear last week yeah. on this show, but Ryan Bates even said he wore yeah. scuba top in 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 Chicago. He wore a scuba top, and it wasn't long enough. It got his belly button cold because it didn't reach down over his tum tum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it makes a difference. You get off the plane. It's like you'll, these guys will get up. They'll start going out for pregame warm up. And I'll say this too. You almost, as a coaching staff and a sports science department, almost have to say, no, you can't go out. Because these guys will go out, and it'll feel so good to be out there running around in good weather. They'll do it too much before the game. They'll wear they'll, they'll, oh. they'll top off, you know, they'll take the top off their fuel tank with energy yeah. because they'll be so excited, and it'll feel so good to be out there. I mean, these guys are in, in dynamite shape. They're out there, and their adrenaline's up. It's a Monday night football game. They'll be out there at like 4 o'clock running wind sprints, getting ready. For, you know what I mean? Their adrenaline mm-hmm. is going to start. They'll get excited about it, and they'll go out there and waste some energy just because it feels so good to be out there after all the games they've been playing in. Yeah. The, the other thing that I wanted to address with you is what happened late in the week. We reported one of these comments on the show. Uh, that was... Tyler Boyd, right, who basically said he didn't think Buffalo's defense did anything special, and he said their secondary isn't the best one we've played this year. That was eye-opening enough. Then Joe Mixon doubled down and says, we're the dogs of the AFC. The AFC comes through us. Now, look, he's got a leg to stand on because they are the defending AFC champions. You can't take that away from him. But, Steve, You've been in these monumental games before. When the guy from the other team starts chirping like that three days before the football game, what does that do to the other locker room? Yeah, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> I'm not saying it's going to make turn the tide and the Bills are going to come out and roll by 50 points, but it's a mistake. And I'll say that, yeah, you can't I, – I, yeah, it's a mistake, and I and I don't know, you know, because there's there's no, like – you know, having you know, because guys will jump through hoops like, "Hey, saying I'm just dis- they they're disrespecting us by not talking better about us. They weren't complimentary enough in their in their uh, interviews. They kind of just poo pooed or whatever they said. These were outright like they're not good. They're not the Baltimore. Ra- the, they told the, they said, "Hey, they're not the Ravens. This Bills defense isn't the Ravens, dude. The Bills beat the Ravens. Uh, it's a big. It's a mistake to talk like that. Because, I, yeah. I mean." You, I was I mean, puzzled you by just, it. You're walking out on the field as a team just empowered to prove that guy wrong. Just to prove him wrong. Right? Like, oh, my gosh. It's just extra incentive. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's a mistake. 
You can't do that. You don't do that at this level. You don't do that. Not at to this mention level. the fact. Not to mention the fact it's two veteran players doing that. It's not like some rookie that said the wrong thing and he's going to get it used against him because he's not experienced in locker room interviews. You're talking about two veteran guys, Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon, who've been in the league a while. They know how to usually conduct themselves. But I, I, I think this speaks to this bravado that these Bengals carry with them, at least in talking to some Bengals reporters, and we'll get another Bengal reporter on the second hour of the show when Ben Baby joins us, and we can bounce this off him as well, Steve. But their whole mantra, and Zach Taylor, the head coach, reiterated it this week. He said, "It's we don't worry when we have to play a formidable opponent. The way we look at it is we say, they've got to play us. And I think yeah. Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon are That's, echoing that with yeah. these statements. Yeah, I, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I get that. You know, you're they're playing a good team, and you know what? So you know, we're playing a good team. It's a tough game this week. You know what? They've got one, too, and they're playing. I get that. That's perfectly acceptable. That's not what those two guys did. That's not what Joe Mixon yeah, they, and Yeah, they went did. over the line, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. They, I think. <laughs> I mean – it's a mistake that you can't come out and say that team we're about to play is not as good as this other team over here. They're, you know, like that. And, and, and their defense doesn't do anything that it's not like he was. Yeah, he was. It was disrespectful. And we're, and we're the dogs of the AFC. Dude, it was disrespectful. You know, come get us. It was disrespectful. And also, if if it goes through, hey, they go through. It goes through the, the AFC goes through Cincinnati. You're saying the same thing. It's like, oh, OK, now the, the NFC goes through L.A. For the Rams, because they were in the Super Bowl last year, they're five and ten, bro. Five yeah. and eleven now. <laughs> That's not how it works, you know. There's two teams <laughs> ahead of you in the AFC right now, yeah. And you just disrespected the one that's coming into town tonight. I, I think it's a mistake. I'm, it may not be. I mean, they may be able to back it up. They are a very good football team. We all know it. But man, oh man, why, why are you doing that? Yeah, what are you doing? I, I don't get it. I was I was puzzled by it, to say the least. We'll see if it plays a factor in the motivation for the Bills tonight. Not that they needed any extra incentive. Uh, just to bring everybody up to speed on the current AFC playoff picture, nothing has changed for the Bills. They remain in control of their own destiny. A win tonight pushes them ever closer to the top seed in the playoffs and home field advantage throughout. Kansas City won so they are technically ahead of the Bills as we speak at 13-3. and three. Obviously, if the Bills win tonight, they will retake the top seed by virtue of their head-to-head tie-breaking win over Kansas City earlier this season. Cincinnati, though, has some things on the line, too. They are not out of the running yet for the top seed. They have a head-to-head win over Kansas City, and if they win tonight against Buffalo, they would have the head-to-head victory over the Bills as well and leapfrog them by virtue of that head-to-head tiebreaker and be just a game back of the Chiefs. And if they can win in Week 18 and Kansas City loses to the Raiders in Week 18, Cincinnati would move all the way into the top spot. So some work to do, surely. Uh, And they have the Ravens team uh, that they mentioned in Week 18. So not an easy game for them, a game that they dropped in their first meeting between Cincinnati and Baltimore by a score of 19-17 to earlier in the season. 
Also, a win tonight would give Cincinnati the AFC North title since Baltimore lost to a suddenly plucky Pittsburgh team, Steve, as Mike Tomlin has crawled all the way back to 500 with one game left to play next week against this Bengals squad. I watched the entire game last night, uh, Pittsburgh and Baltimore, and what a slugfest it was. Uh, Pittsburgh, Baltimore played extremely well defensively. Pittsburgh, at the end of the game, had a final drive with a couple of minutes to go. And Kenny Pickett, he got it done. Uh, he really got it done. And you got to tip your hat to him. That looked like they were down and out, um, hadn't done anything the entire game. Uh, but they come down with just, you know, like a 54 seconds left in the game when the pass was caught in the end zone for the touchdown. It was an absolutely masterful drive. And, you know, Mike Tomlin and, and th- th- those two teams, Pittsburgh and, and Baltimore, and this here's the touchdown we're watching right here, just a phenomenal thing. Uh, these two teams are built a lot alike, very stable organizations. Uh, they've got – a ton of water under the bridge. This was the 32nd time or 33rd time the two head coaches had met as head coaches of these two franchises, Mike Tomlin and John Harbaugh. And it was everything it was touted to be. And, you you know, you kind of hope that's the kind of game we get tonight, and you kind of think it will be. It's going to be a very close football game. And I, I, it was a great game, an absolutely great game. And it was only, you know, it was a low-scoring game, no question. Nobody scored 20 points in it. I doubt that will be the case tonight. But still a a fantastic football game. And and you're right, the Pittsburgh Steelers climbed out of the abyss. And they went 2-6 and to start the season and went 6-2 and since. And here they sit, 8-8 and with one of three teams trying to get into that last spot in the AFC. Yeah, they got a chance to get in. They need a a lot of help. Need some help. And they obviously have to beat the Bengals. In week 18, who could very easily be playing for something, uh, in, including the division title. Because if they right. if they lose to the Bills tonight, the AFC North is up for grabs in week 18 between the two teams playing one another. It's winner take all, right. quite literally. Right. And a difference, potentially, between the four seed and the six or seven seed. Um, yeah. If it's ball, well, no, that's not right. Between the four seed and probably the five seed. Because... Right. Um, Baltimore and Cincinnati have pretty good records. Yeah, they, they both have ten right. at least ten wins. And then we also got word, and I don't know if we, you you might have mentioned this in passing about the schedule that's coming out for next weekend's game. Kansas City's playing Saturday. The Bills are playing New England on Sunday. We don't know exactly what the slot yeah. time is. Are you surprised by that? I'm no. a little surprised. I thought if I thought if the Bills won tonight. They would almost definitely put Kansas City and Buffalo on at the same time. And what this does is it affords Sean McDermott the option to make a decision as to how to approach Sunday's game against New England. Because if Kansas City wins on Saturday at four o'clock, the Bills know, provided they win tonight, that they have to go out and win again over New England to secure the top seed. They long story short, they will know what they are playing for. Um, right. The problem is so, this: you can't put the Bills on Sun Saturday. The Bills can't play on Saturday. They have to play on because they're playing on Monday. Yeah, you'd, if you played on Saturday, even if it's a if it's a home game, even 
because you'd have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to get ready. That's four days when yeah. you usually have seven. That's not enough. Now you say that. Now you say that. And at the same time, the other game, which is Jacksonville, right? Isn't Jacksonville playing Jacksonville Tennessee? Jacksonville is a win and in with Tennessee. Tennessee played on Thursday. Jacksonville played yesterday, and they're playing again on Saturday. Three extra days of rest and preparation for Tennessee for the most important game of the season. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine there's too many people in Jacksonville that are too thrilled with that. Well, you didn't know that was going to happen until – I mean, you knew it was going to happen. It was on the schedule, but – Yes. You didn't but know it was going to be – I mean, you, you were hoping you're playing Sunday, not Saturday. Right. But but interestingly enough, though, that, I mean, how about Jacksonville coming in with a better record than Tennessee, though, 8-8 eight and eight to 7-9? and nine. That was mm-hmm. – they have really done a nice job. And, and I'll say this, too, and I was listening to the radio coming in, uh, my a friend of mine – uh, Adam Shine pointed this out. Can you imagine, Brownie, think about this. The AFC playoffs, I'll just say this. Pat Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Bro. That's about right. Yeah. No wonder, right? I mean, that's. Yeah, we t- I mean, we talked about it last offseason. With and I know it didn't pan out either, but Russell Wilson and Matt Ryan also came to this conference via trade last offseason. Now those two guys had horrible yeah, years. They, they stink. And their teams are not gonna make it. But we talked about how stacked the AFC was with young quarterbacks, and here they all are. You know who and you know who is the the oldest guy in Kenny the, Pickett may even get in. Right, exactly. The oldest guy in the group is Pat Mahomes. What is it, 26, 27? Yeah. He came out in 17. Josh came out in 18. Herbert, Tua. Uh, Herbert came out with Tua. Lamar came out with Josh. And Burrow came out two years ago, three years ago. He came yeah. out after Josh. He came out in the same group as uh, Burrow. I mean, uh, Herbert, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, what is that? That's the 20 draft, yeah. Think about how young those guys are. Oh, Mahomes is the old oh. guy. Yeah, it's three years from his thirtieth birthday. We're we're gonna be neck we're deep. Gonna be, in, we're gonna be neck deep in this for a while, Brownie. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. But, I was just gonna say that. Know, but we got to. It's it'll be fun. Oh my god! As long as you got one of them, yeah. <laughs> as long as you got one of those. Guys Think about that, because then thankfully. you got you. After that, then you go Mac Jones, Tua, Kenny Pickett, who we we're talking about, the Jets, Ryan Tannehill. Then you got Deshaun Watson in in Cleveland, Vegas, Indianapolis, Denver, Houston. Nobody's got a quarterback. Yeah. It's going to be hard for those teams. Unless Houston's going to have Houston's probably going to have the first pick of the draft. So whoever whoever's coming out this year, which I don't know who it's going to be, yeah, it's yeah. unbelievable. I haven't even gotten started on my draft prep. Think yet. about it's way it. too early for that. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. It, you've got your entertainment lineup. value. That's I mean, there's no tough, debating it, dude. That's a tough lineup to bust into. Oh yeah. 
Uh, yeah, you don't want to be a general manager in those other cities that you mentioned. Well, right it's now. all of a sudden it's not so bad to be over on the other side where you got, you know, in there with the the Giants and the Seattle Seahawks and the Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers of the, of the world, you know, who are just on the yeah. cusp of playoffs. And the top of it, the, they got Jalen Hurts at the top. But then it's Frisco with a rookie who he's great. Yeah, Brock Purdy. Yeah, he, I mean, I, right now, I mean, who, who else is going to be? Prescott. You got yeah, you got cousins, Brady, Prescott, Daniel Jones, Geno in the playoffs. Then you got Goff, oh. Rodgers, Washington Commanders, who I don't know what it, who it is, New Orleans Saints, I don't know who it is. Carolina Panthers with Sam Darnold. I, I hate to, I don't want to chuckle, but Sam Darnold. Atlanta with nobody. Uh. The Rams yeah. with a, a 63-year-old Matt Stafford. Arizona, Chicago. Well, you know, what are they doing with Baker? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> the AFC uh, at the top is a – I mean, that's what, the, that's what it is, man. You can say whatever you want. It is a quarterback-driven league. Uh, you can say yes. you can cut, there's great players at every position. Yeah. I get it. I mean, and I was – you know, I was but, a kick cover. Yeah. I'm, I'm not – talking out of both sides of my mouth. It's a quarterback-driven league. The only remote argument against that is the Kyle Shanahan system, which seemingly you can plug any quarterback that has half a brain in and execute it uh, and Why? win games. They've won, they've won nine in a row, Steve. They haven't lost a game since mid-October. They have the longest winning streak in the league right now. Nine in a row. Uh, yeah, that's a one-off, though. I mean, come on, because you can't – if it was that – if it was his system, people would copy it. Okay. And I, and I, I mean, there is, a, doing there is a Shanahan coaching tree in this league, right? I mean, well, yeah. McVay, um, Zach Taylor. Uh, Kingsbury. the O'Connell in Minnesota. LaFleur. Well, Both LaFleurs. You know so why? It's there. It's around. Let me just say this. If, and it, here's, the, here's the question I've got for you, Brownie. Do the okay. Niners run the exact same system the same way and call the same plays if they got Josh Allen or Aaron Rodgers or Brady or Herbert, Burrow, Mahomes? Do they, call, do they run that system and run it like that the exact same way if they got one of those guys? Uh, probably no. not. No, probably not. No, I mean, but you are going to run that system if you got Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and uh, what's his name at tight end? I mean, yeah, McKittle. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. But I, I think, I think that system and it's working, no question about it. But they got some guys, and they stunk it's for a while to, to get those, that defense the way it is. And I think there's no question they're jumping through some hoops, man, making it work with Brock Purdy. You got to think about it. Brock Purdy may be offensive rookie of the year. He hasn't lost since he came into the lineup. How are you going to not give it to People, him? I, I don't know. Or do you I mean, give it to not, Kyle I mean, Shanahan? He's not, throwing for 300. he's not throwing for 300 every week, but he's productive enough. He's a quarterback. He's doing more a, than enough. He's a quarterback who's undefeated at the NFL level as a starting quarterback. And he's, and he's the guy. going. For, they're going to the playoffs with him. Mm-hmm. And I know he's only played what? How many games have been? Four? Five, six? Four or five, I think, yeah. 
They played pretty good yesterday, too. Now McCaffrey's yep. getting off. He's got some horses. I mean, this is not yeah. – I mean, this is, you know, this is the guy that carried Jack Nicholas's bag to the majors. I mean, right? I mean, that's what he's doing. But <laughs> – right? I mean, this yeah. – you know, right now, I, I still think Brock Purdy's a caddy carrying the bag. Sure. But he's a good one. Yeah. He, he knows he knows how to work the greens. Uh, let's take a quick look at the rest of the AFC East. Um, how satisfying <laughs> do you think it was for Geno Smith, a former second-round pick of the New York Jets in 2013, to not only beat his former team as the starting quarterback of the Seahawks yesterday, but eliminate the New York Jets from playoff contention yeah i'll bet it's pretty happy new year for gino <laughs> right it's gotta be. i mean i know his time there was a long time ago but they did give up yeah. on him yeah and he beat them the jets steve what did i say at the beginning of the year i think they could win seven games yeah that's that's looks like where they're gonna finish <laughs> Who, seven yeah. games what do they got? The who do they got in week eighteen? I can't. The Dolphins. Oh, well, the Dolphins with who at quarterback? Well, that's the thing. Both Skyler teams Thompson? are a mess at quarterback. I mean, you could have <laughs> you could have Joe Flacco against Skylar Thompson in week eighteen. We don't know. Like Mike White might play again, but he didn't look right yesterday. Well, he'll have another Multiple week. Multiple fractures think, I, in his I, ribs and no pass protection. I don't think he had. Uh, I don't think he had any bad hits yesterday. I mean, I don't know. I think I, don't, I think he came out unscathed yesterday, so he'll be a week further away from it. He'll probably fe- be feeling a, way better. So, but still, they got to play better than they did yesterday against the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And the bottom line is, and I think most outside observers would agree with this. The starting quarterback for the New York Jets is not on their roster right now. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I here's the He's, thing. I think Mike White comes in and can compete with those guys. They keep saying they're not right. done with Zach Wilson. Well, that's fine. But are either of those guys starting for that team if you want to make the playoffs next year? No. I don't see a way to uh, that. I, my, I see a way for Mike White to do it. because he, To start? He, at least he functions as he. Less the, at least the offense functions with him in there. Yeah, but he's still. Limited, but I get I it. Think. He's limited. I yes, you're right. But they, Brownie, they're not gonna replace him until they got somebody better to replace him with. And yeah, that's not easy to do. Teams are trying to do it all the time. Outside of the six teams we just mentioned, everybody's trying to do it. You don't think the Denver Broncos would love to switch out Russ Wilson if they could possibly find a way to do it, which they can't. Cannot. Yeah. They're stuck with him. They're, everybody's trying and to not, find that and guy. And it's but, not cheaper to keep her in this instance either. <laughs> it is not. It is not. <laughs> so um, I, I'm, um, yeah, I don't know. I, there's a lot go, there's a lot in this now. Now, here's the thing this is a real kind of a turning point day, right before the Bills play tonight on Monday Night Football for the rest of the league. Everybody's got one game left, and there's a ton of teams who, the game's meaningless next week, except for draft order. And you've got a whole handle and a whole season's worth of history saying they're, they're, not, good, they're not good in multiple areas or 
they need one guy. That kind of range. It's a, it's a really a turning point, I think, for fan bases, organizations, everybody. And it's, it's an interesting to talk about when you look at these teams in the big picture now that they've put a season under their belt. Yeah. We also, with respect to the division, the Dolphins have now lost five in a row. They were eight and three five weeks ago. They are now eight and eight. And as we said, they play the Jets in week 18. Quarterback TBD. We don't know if Tua will get out of concussion protocol or whether Teddy Bridgewater's broken pinky on his throwing hand will keep him from being able to throw the football effectively. And and looky, looky at who's got a shot to sneak in as a wild card and controls their own destiny going into week 18. The New England Patriots, who we left for dead by the side of the road a month ago, they have now pulled even and have a chance. They have to beat the Bills in week 18 to do it. They win and they're in. There is another scenario where they need like three other teams to lose. So even if they lose, they can still back into the playoffs. But how about that? I, they, I, I've long said it. Those guys are like a, a, a vampire in a B movie. You got to drive yeah, nobody's, a stake. Nobody's gotta, got the wooden cross, right? You got to drive a stake through their heart and watch no them. No garlic. Where's right. the garlic? You got to watch <laughs> them burn because they're they're never dead. They're never gone away. I mean, this is a playoff team from a year ago, so we'll see. That'll be yeah, delicious. If- it's, it's the whole league's been wild, but this division has been so topsy turvy. With thankfully the exception yeah. of the Bills at the top, but holy mackerel! Like all right, four weeks ago, you we had the Patriots dead and buried. All right, we got to take a break here because when we come back, it is our weekly visit with NFL Network's Michael Robinson. He'll preview this biggin tonight between the Bengals and the Bills. Coming up next here on One Bills Live, presented by Collider Health, it's Buffalo Bills Radio. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.